Hello and welcome to the Deep Pockets and Stilettos podcast. I'm your host, Lorianne, and my goal is to help women feel empowered and in control of their financial lives. On this podcast, we discuss concrete advice on how to move forward in your financial journey, whether you are already advanced or starting from scratch. And we also dive into mindset shifts around money that are critical for financial success. So if you want to take charge of your finances and feel inspired and empowered, go ahead and give it a listen. Hi, dear listeners, and welcome back to the Deep Pockets and Stilettos podcast. It's a new season of the podcast, and I wish everyone all the best for 2024, for your career and your finances, but also in every aspect of your life. Now, for this episode, I chose the subject of goal setting because the beginning of a new year is a great opportunity for a lot of people to reflect on their lives and where they want to go. This is timely for the new year, but do not forget that you can decide to do this at any point in the year. The clock doesn't automatically reset on January 1st at midnight. It resets when you decide it does. The second reason why I chose this topic is because we did not really learn how to set goals as an adult. Up until you graduate from university, if you had the chance to go to college after high school, the path is clear. Get good grades to go to the next year and to enter a good college. In college, same thing, get good grades to get the best job opportunities. And I found that it is right at this stage of the first job that we feel a pressing question of now what? I got the good grades. I went to a good school. I found a good job. Now what happens? What, what's my next step? And you could argue that there are promotions in companies, for example, at a law firm where you have a clear path to making partner. But the thing is that it's not always the case for a hundred person or people who work at companies. Not everyone has a clear next objective when they start their career or even at the end of it or in the middle of it. And how do we address that? Well, we pause and reflect. I cannot emphasize enough how even five minutes in your head where you think about the everlasting question, what do I want, can work wonders on your psyche and motivation. It can give you clarity. However, these days we are rarely in a contemplative state alone in our thoughts, especially as younger generations, we're always listening to something or being entertained by something. So in today's episode, I want to go over a clear, simple method for goal setting that can fuel you throughout the year and that you can also refer to to reflect throughout the year. So let's get right into it. Step one is to take inventory of the areas of your life. The first step is by far the most important. How do we expect to achieve goals if we don't identify in the first place how we feel in every area of our lives? How do we expect to be motivated by a vague goal that does not resonate with us? So the first thing to do here is to list every area of your life, whether it can be finances, career, business, relationships, faith, fitness, health. There can be as many as you want. What is important is that the category resonates with you. So the first thing to do is pause the podcast, take a pen and paper or a notes in your phone and 
write down what are the categories in your life that matter to you. Step number two is going to be to write how you feel for every single category in your list. That second step is where you're going to take it again to pen and paper or to the keyboard if that's what you prefer. I personally find the pen and paper to be more cathartic, so that's my uh, medium of choice. And very practically, you're going to put the category at the top of the page, my finances in 2023, my career in 2023, my relationships in 2023. And then you're going to ask yourself the question for every category, how do I feel about this area of my life? How have I felt about this area of my life in the past year? Look inward and tune in to your feelings. Start writing down whatever comes to mind judgment-free. This written entry is for yours and your eyes only. The goal here is not to write down platitudes or one-sentence answers. It's to dive deep into your feelings and create a safe space in the notebook or on the online document. Ultimately, the goal of this entire exercise and goal setting, for that matter, is to create your dream life. So there is no point in lying or rushing through the exercise because you'd only be cheating on yourself here. When you're done, you're going to repeat the same exact process with the following categories. And I know it might seem daunting, especially if you have a lot of categories in your list, but I can assure you that you will feel extremely proud and motivated once you're done with the exercise. And most importantly, you will have clarity. And it might seem pointless to look at categories because you might approach the exercise knowing exactly what you want for this year. But I feel like a good point to that is that we don't often admit to ourselves what really bothers us. We hide it from ourselves inside our head because the truth is too painful and knowing the truth would require us to act on it. So reflecting on every aspect of your life ensures that you are honest with yourself. You got to do it. There is no overlooking a category here. And following what I just said, a second good point regarding that objection is that sometimes a seemingly unrelated category might actually have an effect on one another. Let's take an example. Um, someone goes into the exercise adamant that the priority for them this year is to work on saving and investing. But when they take their inventory, they realize that they feel very self-conscious about themselves and about their fitness And so that they spent the majority of their budget and their money this year just going back to a baseline of feeling good. Can be anything. They spent a lot of money on programs um, for, you know, fitness. They spent a lot of money on clothing because they didn't feel good about themselves. And it was kind of like a band-aid on a bullet wound. And so The problem with that person is not that they don't know how to save. The problem is that the urge to feel good or go back to a baseline of feeling good is more compelling than the goal to save. So actually, upon taking that inventory, fitness that has nothing to do with finances is actually the main driver for that person not saving money. So here we are on the team that addresses the causes and not the symptoms. So your life is very holistic. There is no separation of categories. So if you approach it 
as if you are a machine and you can just dive into one area without thinking that other areas do not have an impact on yourself. For example, another one that comes to mind and is very common is, let's say people are determined to work on their careers, but when they take the inventory of health, they realize that they only eat junk food and sleep an average of four and a half hours a night. And then they expect to go to the next step on their careers while they're not setting themselves up for success on their health front. Everything is related. And so that's why, even though a category might seem secondary to you, it's important to run the inventory for every area of your life. Since we mainly focus on career and finances here on that podcast, I'm going to give you some prompts that you can ask for this category. And let's start with finances. So let's start with the earnings. Are you happy with how much you earned this year? How do you feel about your investing, your spending, and your saving? Are you okay with what you did in these three aspects of finances this year? Or is there one that could be improved? What about your debt? Do you have any? What did you do to address it and reduce it this year? Do you want to pay for it faster? Or are you okay with the pace at which you were basically paying it back last year? All of these are just very common questions of personal finances. And so you can kind of take inventory of what you've been doing in the past year. So now let's go to the career. Uh, This is something I have mentioned many, many times and that I feel like is very important and sometimes overlooked when we think about our careers. Are you in a scalable career or on the other hand, are you in a different season of your life? For example, are you focusing on raising kids right now? Are you going to school on the side because you want to change career? Or simply, do you just want to enjoy life and focus on your hobbies and on seeing your friends, spending time with your family, traveling? That's okay too. You don't need to do it all at the same time or to do it even at all, if you don't want to. Those are just prompts and you know you can netpick which one you think is good for you. So then do you have uh, plans long-term that would require, for example, a career switch? For instance, if you wanna raise your kids at home and homeschool them, would it be interesting for you to switch from going to an office to working remotely? Do you want to start your own business? If so, what are the steps that you took this year or did you take any steps at all? And is this a point of satisfaction or dissatisfaction? These are just examples to show you that you really need to dissect every category like a scientist. You are the scientist that is has been charged with the mission to create your dream life. So really dive deep here. So that is it for step two. Step two is by far the longest. It's going to be something where you're really going to dive deep and, you know, reflect on everything you did and every category. Do it with intent. So don't rush it. And also you do not need to do it in one go. You can allocate a few pockets of times here and there during, you know, a week or a month if you need to. 
just make it digestible for yourself so you can really go through the exercise in peace. And also, this is for you. Again, I, I'm repeating myself, but that is to help you create your dream life. So don't take it as a chore. Take it as you are an artist and you are about to design your own dream life. So now let's move on to step three. Step three is going to be to reread and analyze. So you're going to read your entries for each category. And then again, you're going to analyze how you feel, what animates you, what makes you come alive and excited when you read it. And to the contrary, what things are painful for you to read? Maybe a category you feel you could have put more effort in. So every time you finish reading your entry, you're going to grade it. Put one or two stars or crosses, no matter the rating system you choose, next to the categories that you feel more strongly about. For example, if the category of relationships puts you in a state where you had a lot of feelings and whether they were excited or painful or some, they brought something in you, you're going to put one or two stars next to it. If to the contrary, you're pretty satisfied with your health category or your fitness category and it did not animate you that much, then leave it blank. There will be some categories that don't really seem pressing for you. So the goal is to identify the ones that are. Once you're done with all the categories and the ratings, you're going to go back to the beginning and look where you've put crosses or stars and write down these categories. So for instance, if you felt particularly animated by finances, career, relationships, you would write those categories down. So step four is going to be to create goals for yourself. So you're going to take the categories where you had the most pressing feelings. And usually we think of goals as things we would like to see change, but it can also be reinforcing. Let me explain. So upon reading in the preceding step, you might have felt painful feelings in the areas of your life where you were dissatisfied, but you might also have felt joy or excitement for other areas because, for instance, in the relationships, you, you, know, you have a new love in your life or you spent more time with your family and that was actually very beneficial and brought you so much joy throughout the year. So you might actually want to build on that and continue doing that in the new year because it brings you so much happiness. And life is not always about perfecting yourself and changing what you don't like. It can also be just diving deeper in the things that bring you joy on a daily basis. So there can definitely be two types of goals. For the goals where you wrote, you read the entry, sorry, and we're thinking, oh, that really bothers me. I, I don't like reading this. Like, I don't like thinking about what happened in that category last year. Then you should ask yourself, what bothers me here? What would I like to see change? And this last question, what would I like to see change, might actually be the answer to what your goal is in that category. Another question that you can ask yourself to come up with your goal is, what would I like to write the next time I do this exercise in that category? What do I feel would make me feel proud about myself if I were to write it down? Concretely, I would personally advise to focus on three goals maximum 
because you do not want to spread yourself thin. You need dedication to achieve things. And also, you don't need to be everything, everywhere, all at once. What you need is momentum and motivation and not a laundry list of New Year's resolution. So once you have identified your three goals, you're going to move on to the final step, step five, and you're going to break down your goals in achievable chunks and concrete action steps because no goal was ever achieved by just setting it up. I'll give you an example. My goal was for 2023 was to create the podcast. So create a podcast that's awfully vague, right? So basically what I did is I broke it down into chunks. The first chunk was to do research. How do you create a podcast? How do you go about it? What do you need? The second uh, bullet on my list was what do I need? What tech materials do I need to create the podcast? The third material on my list was what is the concept of my podcast? What animates me? What do I like to talk about? What is a subject I would feel people, especially women, would benefit from talking about more and more openly. And ultimately, those were the building blocks of me starting my podcast. It's not I decided to create a podcast and overnight, boom, it was on and you were able to listen to it. So I feel like it's very important to break those goals down because a goal in and of itself is intimidating, but it's only because you don't have the path to get there, but you create your own path. Rome was not built in a day, so make it digestible for yourself. And also when you build smaller chunks, obviously it takes you less time. So don't be afraid to break it down as small as you can because goals are hard to achieve and you know, life catches up with you sometimes and you might be very busy in other areas of your life where you have obligations and responsibilities. So if we can make it short um, and have micro goals that you can accomplish in 10 minutes, 20 minutes of times here and there, well, it might seem like nothing at first, but compounded over time. And I hope you appreciate the finance analogy right there. Over time, it will compound and amount to something big. So don't hesitate to go small here because that's really the way to go. Slow and steady wins the race. Thank you so much for listening to this new episode of the new season of Deep Pockets and Stilettos. Today we talked about creating goals in the new year so you can achieve your dream life in five easy steps. Step one was to take inventory of the areas of your life and come up with categories, finances, career, relationships, faith, health. Step two was to write down how you feel for every one of them. This is a journaling exercise and the goal here is to dissect your very deep feelings and your wants, your goals, your dreams for each category that you came up with in step one. Step three was to reread, analyze, and grade your entries for each category. And really the goal of that step is to identify what categories are more pressing to you, what animates you the most. Step four, after rereading your entries and grading them, 
would be to look at those entries that were more pressing for you and then to come up with goals for yourself. A great way to do that is to ask, what would I like to see change here? Or if that was actually a very positive category for you last year, would I like to continue doing this to continue enhancing my life? Another question you can also ask is, what do I want to write in that category next year? And then finally, step five, once you have identified your three goals, because remember, no more than three goals, because what we want is dedication and momentum, then you can break them down in achievable chunks and concrete action steps. Go small here, because the goal is that they fit into your life and therefore fit into your busy schedule so you are more likely to achieve them. Thank you so much for listening. It was a pleasure to record as always, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, don't forget to rate and leave a review. It's the best way to help the podcast grow and get discovered by other women like you that are looking to take their financial game to the next level. Also, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episode. I'll see you next time. And in the meantime, remember, take action to materialize the life you want. The information contained in this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as financial, legal, and tax advice. I am not an attorney, accountant, or financial advisor, nor am I holding myself out to be. And the information contained here is not a substitute for financial advice from a professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. 